How's it going, all you traders and investors out there? Thanks for joining me once again. This is Eye on the Market, and I'm Trade Doc. We're just going over the broad 28 ETFs like I like to do every weekend, kind of see what happened in the markets. So I hope everyone was kind of protected on Friday, whether it be with some puts or some sold some calls against your positions, or even if you did it in the morning, you'd still be okay by the time the market closed. But it, it was just pushing, you know. I'm sure everyone's portfolio moved about a percent or two down. And those that are sustained and whose portfolios didn't go down uh, 2%, well, congratulations. <laughs> but even though, although, although I had some good trades, especially in like drip, um, and uh, a couple other, uh, another stock or uh, XBI, that was another one. You know, the portfolio still moved because everyone's along the market. I hold dividend ETFs. So those go along with the market, and you'd expect that. So with a two percent down, it doesn't it doesn't help anybody out there. So let's go over get into it. Going over the broad twenty eight, we're gonna start with USO, and USO was down almost two percent, down to twelve twenty three, and oil's been pumping for a while, so. You know, a retracement is due. I'm not saying that this is going to be the end of it, but you know, I have positions down a little bit, so I say it's going to consolidate uh, probably through eleven fifties. That's kind of like a long way down, but eleven fifties is above eleven fifties is kind of where I'm expecting to consolidate. Um. Probably gonna, we're gonna, probably gonna get to see a surprise, but not early in the week. It'll be more later in the week. You're gonna see some whipsawing and things like that. So USO is on pause. It peaked up to twelve fifty five, and now it's sitting at twelve twenty three. This is the short that we did, and it was via drip. The that was a triple inverse bear for USO and pretty much simply closed it out in the morning on the first spike. That was it. Just because um, I've been seeing the trading and it's just like when you think it's going to move, it it gives a spike up. So whenever I see the profit and it was good profit and it was better than expected, I just close it out. It might move down again, but more likely it'll just move sideways. So I'm not going to see a significant move to the downside, say, next week, because this has got to consolidate, probably come back up and test the 30s, 70s range, 30, 31s, before it, it decides where it wants to go. Uh, UNG, uh, natural gas, has just broken down, so that's something that it was just going sideways and this has been i'm having 
traded it in a while. You know, the options were good before, but they've just been stagnant, especially on the move, on the, the whipsawing it's done. So, UNG, no trade in there. It's finding prices. I'm probably going to consolidate again between the 25s and the 24s. No play in UNG. And as far as, like, me tracking UNG, I don't know if I'm going to continue tracking it because... It has been flat for a while. It's not like it used to be. Uh, gold was another one that got no position in again, but closed our option positions from the dive that it took before. So, using that strategy of the three drive, you know, I filled it in on the first and second drive, never got on the third drive because that was early in the morning and then it kind of consolidated sideways for a couple days before moving its way up we just held it i felt like closing it here when it was up and i did have the profit but ended up holding through this drop again and closing it on wednesday i believe for a couple dollars more than I would have closed it over here. So, and I was trying to to sell a, a call vertical, but it just didn't happen. So I just got to be more active on this, especially doing these options. But gold, as you can see, this consolidating back like one twenty twos, one twenty, like one twenty, like one twenty twos. You know, hopefully. 122.50 and hold 122.50 but GDX is one that is moving up and it was just up a little bit but it's creating this structure that it's more of a bearish like it finishes up bearish all the time but if it does break above uh, 23 then we just kind of look to make a short-term bear consolidation pullback and then see what it does if we're gonna stay bullish for a while. But gold has been gold, and the gold mine has just been negative all 2018. So there's no reason to stay in that unless you're unless you're a bear. Uh, silver is another one that took on went down, and it's just creeping its way up. Not moving as much as gold, but I can see this go up and retest the 1470s. So there's probably a, a bullish play in silver. And if it does retest 1470s and breaks out, that's a possibility as well to test the, the 15s or the high, high 14s. But silver is another one that, aside from the covered calls in silver and the covered calls in gold, I don't really do any options here. So probably... I've been, been wanting to change this, so I'll probably be tracking more liquid ETFs in this 20, the broad 20 way 8. So here's uh, real estate, and real estate's been bullish for a while, you know, kind of trading sideways, but at the end, all the moving averages are positive, so still bullish. It has a little bit of retracement, it was down a percent, so. Seeing that the market technology and everything was down to almost 2%, real estate being up 
holding itself up is, is a good sign. So if we do see another real little retracement here, um, you know, I'd probably do like a calendar play because I don't trust it. You know, I have trust issues, so I'd probably cover myself all the way to 84s and have one bullish, you know, have the ratio that I have the bulk on consolidation and I'll be like a one-to-one -one if it breaks 87. So that would be my play. Just looking at it right away. So if it consolidated between the third, the 20, I mean the 83 and the 85, then it's probably consolidate now between the 85 and the 87s. So it's probably going to consolidate there, maybe bounce, bounce off the 84s again. So, and it just broke, so, and it retested. So right now, this, this is looking like a good setup where you could play the consolidation between these, oh, I forget, I'm on YouTube, between the 26s and the 20, I mean the 86s and the 83s. So that would actually be kind of viable. And I could have a little, hold a little bit positive delta just in case it moves that way. But that's, you know, real estate is probably just going to hold and consolidate. No spiking up. Could be a flush down. So always have protection. Um, XLE, the energy sector just dropped. So this is also has to do with XOP. It's just some of them. So here is, here, this is XLE is kind of like testing the market right now because you see how this is a V bottom here. This V bottom is right here. So this excess, we just wiped away. So this this V bottom right here, was just excesses and wiped away. And you see how they kind of like bounced, tested the top, but it tested the top of this. So this is pretty bullish because it did break. It did break and test the top. So this would be the top here. So it tested this in excess. So now you can kind of see the clean channel that it's kind of trading in. So now I'm saying this is going to be a test because the test is going to be whether it holds or it breaks below um, this range here. I'll probably just use a square. But uh, see if it tests or it breaks below this range. Oh, and that's really, and that's so tight. So it's right at it. So XLE is kind of going to be dictating the market. You kind of see volatility went up. And it is at, at this range, so... We could kind of see a spike down like it happened over here and just like a one-day thing where it spiked down 
and came back up and it closed up kind of like around this range so I could probably widen this out a little bit more but like a clear number would probably be that one So that's what we don't want to cross there. So if it does cross that number and then it did like close below it, but nah, it didn't stay more than a day. So if it stays more than a day below that number, then probably most likely XLE and the rest of the market are, are just going to keep, keep folding. But what we're looking for since it's been by the dip forever we're looking for the dip buyers to step in and this is this is also pretty bearish here but the dip buyers we're looking for the dip buyers to step in and do what they've been doing all this time so they've just been every time it dives you know one two days they buy so it's been building support pretty good and now it's building support again so like I said it could spike down because this is kind of flat consolidation so if it makes it if it's able to hold itself up for this consolidation then we should see this type of movement to the upside so it should hit the 70s pretty easily but now, this is straight up flat consolidation so if you bought if you bought on the breakout on February 14th then you're still even today you're 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 still at broke even today so so you gotta just trade this consolidations you know calendars butterflies you know things like that that could give you some theta and now since volatility is coming up that's why we're doing this to see opportunity and see if um, there's a few option plays that could take advantage of these moves but to take a measurement of these moves here you know when it came down and it came down and it came down they always got got bought up so history is gonna repeat itself and that's what we're hoping for next we have xlf and they took a dive and volatility started spiking way up so they were down almost three percent taking down like half the market so might be a little bit of shaking out to get some stronger buyers in but who knows um, XLI, this is, looks like it's rolling over and it's got to find support, but the mar all the market's been going going up, so everything seems like it's got to roll over at some point. We'll see what buyers are coming in. XLU is one of the surprises that came up and they just popped up and making all-time highs. You know, their previous all-time high was, was 59 I mean, 58.50. Now it is their all time high is 58.9, almost 59. So, you know, I had 
I didn't anticipate this rip. I, on the other hand, was thinking that um, XLU would kind of consolidate between the 58 and the 5750s for, you know, another week or so. But they're moving up, testing up these highs of 59. We'll see if they can breach it and keep moving. But, you know, as everything doesn't move up in a straight line, we can see more consolidation at the 58 evens. So that's probably a good play for calendars, like two week, two to three week short term, playing the 58s and the 59s. That's simple, simple strategies. The material sector is coming off, kind of testing these highs. Did it four times, one, two, three, four. Now it's coming up, it's gonna test these lows. So. It's testing the lows now of this channel that it's been trading in, and this trade's pretty easy because it's just trades sideways and then moves up. It trades sideways and then moves up, except for this V bottom recovery, XLB. That's what it does, consolidate sideways and then moves to the next level. And like everything else, the volatility's coming up, so it's good time to start building some um, some positions and options. Now, XLV, the healthcare sector, we closed our position there when it came up. Now it just kind of drove down. You know, when this is one that I have no position in, but should have added in because I, I seen that failure coming because it had that much of a hard time to get up and test the, the 93s. So just closed out. You know, less than, you know, I had changed the, the target. I lowered the target from 93 to like 92.50 just because I, I wasn't trusting it. And sure enough, it just broke down. But we'll see it come back up. I hope that XLE, the energy sector, doesn't follow the same path as this healthcare sector does because It'll bring a lot of values down. XBI was one that we did add some some um, bearish positions to, and that's been working out. That's from earlier. So XBI is coming, come down, consolidate, but we'll see if it can hold the 85s. The home care. I mean, the home builder sector is trading sideways. Season is starting up. So since they didn't go, they're only down one and a half percent, which they should have brought down a lot more. And the season's coming up. There's a lot of factors for the home builders to break above the 3950s and keep on moving up, especially because of the real estate sector and the shortage of land to develop. Um, the retail sector, we're looking for a bounce, and it's been moving down. We've got retail stores that are closing. We've got retail stores that are uh, predicting um, lower revenues and lower guidance. So the retail sector is coming down, but we're looking for a bounce. The consumer discretionary was hit pretty hard, you know, with the 2%. So we'll see if it can consolidate down to 110 before finding support. 
the MJ sector was another one that came down. So they're going to probably find support at like 36, 35, 50s around there. But still hot sector. I'd be a buyer of all dips. So these dips doesn't seem like the sector is new. So these dips don't last that long before they, they turn bullish again. So things are different than they were in um, the 2008. There's been more regulations. I mean, they've passed new laws and things like that. So it's just going to get better. Oh, shit. Um, and the spy, they were down almost 2%. So looking for a bounce. They're pretty much at that critical level. So we'll see if we can bounce and hold those prices or we're going to shake more people out. Uh, we'll go a little quicker. Here's the Q's. And the Q's were down to the most, 2.5%. No, actually, it was uh, the Russell was down the most. But the Q's were almost down 2.5%. Looking for that price of uh, 175, 174.60 to hold. IWM, they were hit pretty hard. So down three over 3.5%. Three Volatility spiked. So... You know, I like to, I'm bullish, so I'd like to to see this hole for two days before putting any more positions on that. Uh, China is down FXI, and they were down 3%. And they were at a critical level also, seeing if they can hold this 43.50. India came, a, came down 2.5%, so they had a nice big run. We were in it. On um, March 5th, as soon as they broke out of that range that they were in after the V-bottom v recovery. And uh, riding it up, waiting for theater to come in. Uh, Russia came off a little harder. They were just down to 2.5%. So you came down again. So everyone be, be careful out there. Here we have positions in. Europe EFA, and of course they're bearish. We're going to see EFA come down a little bit more. I say it's going to come down another like 2%. Um, EEM, I said down in that critical support area. So a good time to buy and take a chance, have a short risk reward, a tight stop. That's the plays right now. So that's why I'm doing this. And EWZ, you know, I, I, I put some options on EWZ as well as bought e, um, Brazu just to give me some juice. Anyways, thank you all for joining me. Uh, I got to go, so I'm going to cut this a little bit short. Be careful out there. Have fun trading. Peace. Till next time.